The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Okay, so it is officially November 1st. And okay, well, by the time you guys are listening to this, it's going to be November 3rd, but I'm recording it today. It's November 1st. Point being, it's the start of a new month, and we are officially two months towards the end of 2021. We have two months left of this entire year. So I don't know if that doesn't absolutely blow your mind. And then some, we are just not on the same page because that hit me like a ton of bricks this morning when I clicked open my computer. I was like, wow, okay, November 1st. We are we are here. We are doing the thing. It's incredible. So, I mean, I started to get a little bit frantic about it. I don't know about you guys. I mean, November 3rd now, you probably still have that same response, but I started to get a little bit frantic about it. Um, just kind of thinking about how fast time has really flown by this year. And, and when I think about it too, like, yes, January feels like a while ago, right? It's almost a whole year now. It does feel like you know, quite a bit of time. But on the same page, I mean, I feel like we were just saying, oh my gosh, it's summer. Oh my gosh, it's, you know, September or summer's over. And now it's like, wow, we're coming up on the holiday season. And that is just absolutely crazy. So it, it it's kind of a, a twofold here where January 1st feels like a split second ago. And it also feels like a while ago. So the reason I really wanted to uh, record this episode today and, and record on this topic specifically is because I think it's so relevant for so many of us, myself included. And it's definitely something that I need to and have needed to call myself out on uh, over the last few weeks, really the last few months of 2021. And kind of just being blunt about it, right? Like making sure that you're doing the things that you want to do. You're setting goals and standards for yourself and then that you're following through on those things. And I think that's where I started to catch myself a bit when I was realizing that it is November was like, holy shit, I haven't done any of the things that I wanted to accomplish this year. And yes, that is very dramatic. But if you know me, that's how my brain works, right? If I haven't done everything I wanted to do, in my eyes, I haven't done enough and I haven't done anything. So kind of just thinking back on some of the goals and expectations I set for myself, you know, January 1st, New Year's resolutions, all that jazz, I started to think back on it. And I started to get a little embarrassed with, with myself, to be quite honest. I think that's probably the best word to use where I am, you know, coaching clients online and I hold so many women to a higher standard. I I make them, you know, show up for themselves and write these goals and, and do these things, reach these milestones every week, month, all of it. And when I took a second to kind of think back on my progress over the last, you know, 10, 11 months of the year, I'm not holding myself to that same standard. And that was that was a, a tough pill to swallow in terms of, again, I've done things, I've, I've had success, but in my eyes, if I didn't accomplish everything that I had laid out and wanted to do this year, it wasn't enough. So just kind of realizing what the date was really hit me. And I was like, I need to talk about this a little bit because if I'm feeling this way, I guarantee I am not the only one not the only one who needs to be called out a little bit in terms of progress and then what to do with that moving forward. So today's episode is going to be all about goal setting to finish out the year strong. And quite honestly, you can go back and re-listen to this episode or 
use this at any point, any month, any point in the year. It doesn't matter, right? This isn't specific to November of 2021. It's more so in terms of holding yourself to the goals and expectations you set and making sure you follow through on that. So I want to get into kind of what it means to set those goals, what that should look like for for each of us, really. And I want to keep using that expression because I am not excluded from this conversation. I am as just as much a part of it as you all listening to it. I need to set these goals. I need to hold myself to that standard. I need to finish out this freaking year strong. And in my opinion, I need to finish it out stronger than what I've been doing. So again, wanted to just kind of come on here and, and run through what I think that should look like for every single one of us, regardless of if you're listening to this in November or you know maybe you're starting out the year and you, you need that little reminder of what it looks like to set those goals and how to make sure we're following through on each of those things. So and when I started reflecting on it a little bit, I think this is an important thing to note where it's not so that I haven't accomplished much this year. I think I... I'm having trouble because a lot of the goals and the things that I set out to do this year were so vague, right? Like I I wrote down things in January that were like, I want to work on this. I want to improve on this. I would like to get better here. Like that's that's not going to work for anyone. It's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for you. Having goals like that that are so subjective to like, well, improve on this. Like, what does that mean? How much do you want to improve on? What does that look like? Who can quantify whether or not you have actually improved or not? Like, it just leaves such a vague and and broad statement there that's so up to interpretation that in my opinion, it's a lot harder to work towards. Because if you want to improve on your spending for 2021, who's to say, you know, at the end of the year, like, did you do it? Did you not do it? Well, how well did you do it? Or where can you improve? Like that is such a vague statement. It's so broad that it kind of allowed me to sort of skate by month to month without really doing much to say improve on my spending, right? There was no quantifiable, oh, okay, I made progress towards that this month. There was no, I want to set up a budget. It's going to be this much. I want to cut back spending here. There was no specific quantity or quality to that type of statement. And I realized uh, a little while ago that I wrote a lot of those coming into the new year, which again, makes it very hard for me to you know, say whether or not I was successful. So if you are in that same boat and you're thinking back like, yeah, I also wrote that I want to improve on X or I want to do Y, like without any real expectation to what that looks like and not being able to ever really say like, yes, I did that or no, I did not do that. Those goals are super hard to achieve because it's so empty. It's so blank. So we're going to talk through kind of some ways to set a little bit more specific goals and and things that are going to help you and I to be able to achieve them and more so to really take action. So some of these goals, and and I see this from my clients every now and then as well, is like, I want to work on my snacking. That's one of those, what the heck does that mean type goals, right? Do you want to, you know, I only want to have two snacks a day. I want to make sure that I'm portion control, like using portion control for my snacks. Do I want to make sure I'm tracking every snack that I eat, like getting more specific. Same thing goes, with the statement, I want to lose weight. Maybe that's your goal for the rest of the year. I want to lose weight. Cool. Is that one pound? Is that a hundred pounds? Like where are we at, right? We want to make sure that the goals that we're setting are not just these blanket statements. Instead, you could say, I want to lose 10 pounds by the end of the year. And what I'm really getting at here is making sure that our goals are smart 
goals. And for most of us, I'm sure you guys have heard this expression, you know, this acronym, you've been taught it. I think I was taught it in like middle school, to be honest, with what a SMART goal is and how to apply your SMART goals. So for those of us who do not know, SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely. So that R, I always learned it as realistic, but I was looking this up the other day and it said relevant, which I guess could kind of go either way for that R. It's realistic, relevant, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to say those one more time. SMART goals are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And the reason that it's so important that each of your goals kind of checks off each of those words or those explanations is so that you can get very specific with the actions that you need to take in order to accomplish that goal by when, what that looks like, did I do it? Yes or no. And if there's no real way to measure the progress of a goal, like I want to improve on link, you'll really have no definitive success. And maybe you did succeed, but there's no way to really calculate that out. And for anyone who knows me, and maybe you guys think the same way, I am a very action and specific person, meaning if I need to get something done, I need to know when I'm starting it, when I'm done with it, what that looks like, what my steps are. Like That's just how my brain works and how I function the best, which in turn helps me, yeah, achieve a lot of my goals because I have to get so specific in order for my brain to like be at ease. Like it's, and it gets me into trouble every now and then as well, but at the end of the day, when it comes to setting goals, you really do need to make sure that those are SMART goals. And and I don't want to spend a majority of this podcast talking about SMART and what that looks like, but it is really important that each of you understand that and that when you are sitting down to set your goals for the remainder of 2021, that each of the things you write down can start off vague and broad, but needs to be um, edited and worked with and changed so that it matches and meets all the requirements of a SMART goal. So again, going back to that weight loss goal, if you are someone who would like to lose weight, you know, by the end of the year, maybe this was something you wrote down in January and you're ready to do it. It's November. We haven't really done it. We're ready to do it. We're going to give you that kick in the butt and we're going to go for it. Don't just write for the end of the year. I want to lose weight. What the heck is that going to do? Because I guarantee in January, you also wrote down, I want to lose weight. Or or, or you can go this way too. You want to eat healthy for the rest of the year. What does that look like? In January, you probably wrote down that same goal. I want to eat healthy. And there's a reason you haven't been able to eat healthy from then until now. There's a reason you haven't lost weight from then until now. You didn't get really, really specific with your goal. You didn't find any way to measure that success. You didn't make it realistic because I want to eat healthy, like healthy all the time. Like, is that realistic? No, probably not. But a lot of times when we have those types of goals, it gives us that feeling where we look back and we're like, what the heck did I even do the last few months? Or like, wow, time really passed. Or like, okay, this month I'm going to eat healthy. And if we keep repeating those same blanket statements, it's kind of going back to that that first episode I recorded with the definition of insanity. If you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you keep writing these blanket statements for your goals, you're not going to achieve them. And it's not so much that you can't, it's just there's no action in play to allow you to make a, a bigger step towards success. So instead of saying, I want to eat healthy for the rest of you know 2021, what does healthy look like? Maybe for you, that's eating you know fast food only twice a week instead of four times a week. Maybe for you, eating healthy is you know not ordering Uber Eats 
every every night of the week. It's it's cooking from home, you know, three times a week at least. It's it's setting specific expectations for yourself. And that's why my R is for me at least is realistic because be realistic with your goals for the end of this year. You are not going to lose 50 pounds by December 31st. I'm sorry. It is just simply not going to happen. You are also not going to go from ordering Uber Eats every single night to never ordering it again in the next two months. That's not going to happen. Like be realistic with steps that will progress you in the right direction, but that aren't going to kill you in the process. Because those types of goals are very short-lived. Maybe you do see success from it, but it'll never be a sustainable way to approach whatever that goal is moving forward, right? You're not going to now never order Uber Eats because you didn't order for two months. Chances are as soon as those two months are over, you're going to order Uber Eats again. Chances are as soon as those two months are older, over, you're, you're going to gain the weight back if you, you lost 50 pounds in two months, right? We don't want to set goals that are not realistic. So if you haven't spent any time writing out your goals for the end of this year, I'm going to highly encourage you as soon as this episode is done, as soon as you are done listening to the sound of my voice to find yourself a quiet space and start writing down your goals, pen to paper. I forget what the percentage is, but there's, it's like X amount of percent more likely that you achieve your goals if you actually take it pen to paper. You don't just write it in your phone. You don't just type it on the computer. You put it down on paper in your writing. And I want you to write three to five smart goals for the end of the year. Okay, so if you haven't done so already, and even if you did and you need to modify a little bit, make that priority number one. Again, by the time you guys are listening to this, it is going to be, what, November 3rd, November 4th? So we're only a few days into November. We have the whole month. We have the whole next two months. Three to five smart goals that you will accomplish by the end of the year. And one thing I want to make note of, too, is watch the language that you write these goals in, right? Not, I want to lose 10 pounds by December 31st. That sounds great. But what if we wrote, I will lose 10 pounds by December 21st? What if we wrote, I will save, you know, $500 by December 31st? Using that I will language makes it a lot more set in stone and it makes it a lot more likely that you accomplish it rather than the I want to or I'd like to, or it would be nice if, right? There's a huge difference in that. So use that I will language to reaffirm that this is happening. We are writing this down on a piece of paper and we are hanging it next to your bed for a reason. Not because it's some fantasy goal that would be so cool to achieve, but because you will do it. And you're gonna hold yourself to it every single day for these next two months. Okay, so in order for your three to five goals to be successful for us to hit December 31st and you have every single one of them crossed off. I personally am a big proponent of breaking things down because two months sounds like a whole lot of time, but I pinky promise you it's a lot less time than you think. And especially when you're not kind of understanding what needs to get done on a weekly or daily basis in order to reach that goal. So I'm huge on breaking things down. Again, that's kind of how my brain works in terms of being successful at really anything. So, and it's not so much that I'm really a procrastinator because I'm not, I I get things done as soon as I need to get them done earlier if I can. But I think I get so caught up on just doing the things that I have to get done that I push back the things that I want to do or the things that I wrote my goals on or the topics that, you know, aren't 
necessary, but they're things I, I want to do, right? I will lose 10 pounds. You don't have to lose 10 pounds by the end of the year. And if you kind of set your frame of mind in that way, you'll do everything else before you ever start to focus on losing those 10 pounds. So that's why writing it down is a big thing as well, because it, it's telling you and it's telling your brain that you're going to do this thing and you have to make sure that it is, it's prioritized into your day outside of what just has to get done. Like you're not going to write a goal for the end of the year that says, I want to go to work every day for the next two months because like you're going to do that. There's a pretty good chance that you are going to go to work every day for the next two months right? You don't really have to focus on that. But doing something like losing 10 pounds, where it's something that you're going the extra mile for, yeah, you have to write that down and you have to plan for those action steps into your day in addition to everything else you're already doing. That's why it's a goal, right? That's why it's something we want to focus on and we have to focus on because it's something you're not already doing. And the only way for those goals to be successful is you have to kind of weasel them into what you are already doing and to find a way to kind of incorporate it all together. So breaking things down, kind of what that looks like. If we're going to go back to the the 10-pound example, just because it's a nice, easy number. If your goal for the end of November or the end of 2021 is to lose 10 pounds, that's about 10 pounds down in eight weeks. So let's break it down. In order to make that happen, right, we lose 10 pounds, you need to lose 1.25 pounds every single week from now when you're listening to this podcast until the end of the year. 1.25 pounds a week. So if you weigh yourself, you know, next Thursday when you're listening to this podcast and you are not down 1.25 pounds from where you were this Thursday when you're listening to the podcast, you're not doing what you need to to reach that goal. And the only reason that this is effective or the only way this is effective is if you do something about what is not working. So week one rolls around, you didn't lose that 1.25. Is it still possible to hit your 10 pound weight loss goal? Absolutely, absolutely. But we have to know what is and isn't working and change something week to week in order to make that happen. We have to make those changes in real time. And this is the most important part of setting and achieving a goal because you can't write a goal down. You can't set a goal and then never once think about how far you've come until either A, you accomplish it or B, you don't because that is a huge unproductive waste of your time to say, I want to lose 10 pounds and never once check in on how you're doing from now until December 31st because chances are you're going to step on the scale December 31st and you're going to say, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hit it or, oh, I actually gained a little weight this holiday season, right? Like you have to set those markers up with yourself to check in, reflect and pivot on what is or isn't working. So if you didn't lose that 1.25 in the first week and you acknowledge the fact that, yeah, you went a little overboard on some drinks with your friends on Friday at happy hour, next Friday rolls around. We can't be going overboard on drinks with your friends at happy hour. We cannot make that decision again and expect to be down 1.25 pounds. We have to make those adjustments week to week. And if you're able to kind of set aside some time to reflect on each of your goals on a weekly basis, I mean, daily, if you you have the time to do it, but weekly, I think is sufficient. If you can set aside some time to do that, I guarantee you are a lot more likely to meet those markers and cross them off your list by December 31st. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to roll into 2022 being like, dang, I accomplished everything I wanted to in the last two months. 
that's a freaking good feeling. And that is a really, really strong mindset setting you up for a hell of a lot of success in 2022 versus, oh, I wrote these things down. You know, I listened to Dee's podcast and I wrote them down on November 4th. And and then, you know, by December 30, yeah, I just, uh, okay, okay. But but now I'm going to do it, right? Nobody wants that re- repetitive failure and that repetitive, I, I didn't do what I said I was going to do type feeling. So let's make these last two months different. Right? If you are someone who can look back on the whole year and say, I did not do what I wanted to do, let's not continue that now. Use this as a chance to make a change. Use this as a chance to you know, put those expectations in place, pivot on a weekly basis, and make some freaking progress by the end of December this year because there's no reason why you can't. There is no reason why you can't meet every single one of your goals that you have laid out as long as they are smart, they are doing what they need to be doing, and you are reflecting on a weekly, if not daily basis. So I told you guys right off the bat when I started this podcast today that I had to call myself out on not accomplishing quite a few of the goals that I set out for myself. And one of those that I have and have had, but I'm really going to focus down on it for these last two months, is I need to figure out my car situation. (laughs) And hear me out. So right now I drive an all-black Jeep Compass I love it so, so much. It is my baby. It is so nice. I drive around. I feel like a baller. Like I'm like, everybody's looking at my car. It's so nice. The car is not mine. (laughs) Okay. The car is not mine. I wish it was. My parents leased this car back when I was, I think it was a senior in college. Um, I don't own it. So they leased it. They pay their monthly payments on it. Of course, I kind of have taken over those monthly payments because I drive it and I'm home now from college. But at the end of the day, the car is not mine. It's not in my name. So a goal of mine for the end of this year is to figure out that sort of situation, meaning that I need to have my own car in my name and own like owned by me because another goal I have is to move to a new city in, in the very near future. I'm looking to move and and definitely more to come on this in future podcasts, but we'll get to it. So if that is the case, that lends itself to me needing a vehicle, right? I have to have a car to live on my own. That is a pretty big need. It's a necessity. So I can't drive this, you know, leased car from Connecticut where I am now to whatever state or city I decide to live in. It's not mine. I don't even think you're allowed to do that. Whatever. Long story short, I can either buy out the Jeep when the lease is up or I can decide to lease my own car. I have options, right? I have a few different situations. And the reason I have made zero progress on this car situation since January is because I don't know what to do. And I've realized this about myself. When I don't know what to do or if I don't know what the next move should be, I do nothing. I don't think about it. I push it to the back of my brain. And when I start to think about it, I start to get a little bit of anxiety around it. So then I stop thinking about it. If I don't know what the best next move is, I do nothing. And that is such a bad habit I need to get out of because it's so much more successful to try something, fail, get feedback, learn, and move forward than to stand there like, ah, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Should I lease the car? Should I get a new car? Should I do this? Should I do that? That's making absolutely no progress. And I'm just working myself up into an, I don't know what to do. And that's not productive. So need a car back to that. (laughs) So that has been a goal of mine, right? I need to figure out a car. That is an incredibly vague statement. And that's why I haven't done anything toward it. So in these next two months, what I have done is kind of break down the process I need to go through in order to figure this situation out. I need to call the dealership. I need to get an estimate of about how much uh, we have left to pay on the Jeep, what my monthly payment would look like, how I then buy it out, what is doable for me from an expense standpoint, finances, 
you know, if that's not working, figure out, you know, car shopping. I wrote down this whole list. I don't need to share the whole thing with you guys. You can be like, why am I listening to this right now? You don't have to listen. Point being is I broke it down into, I think there's six or seven, you know, actionable steps that I need to take before the end of this year in order to quote unquote, figure out a car situation, because that's literally what I wrote down in January. And hey, now it's November. I've done absolute jack shit towards figuring out a car situation. So instead of doing that, I've given myself pretty specific deadlines for each of the steps that I need to take in order to hold myself accountable towards crossing this off my list. And that's essentially the process I want each of you to go through with the three to five smart goals that you have written out on your piece of paper or that you will write out, you know, in the very, very near future. Break it down into steps, give yourself deadlines for those steps and hold yourself the freak to it. Okay, because if you're not holding yourself to it, you just wasted everybody's time writing those down. And by everybody, I really just mean yourself because you're going to let yourself down. You're going to come into a new year saying, damn, I really didn't lose 10 pounds again, right? And that's not that's not the outlook we're trying to have. That's not the mindset we're trying to get into. So break down your three to five smart goals into actionable steps with a deadline and freaking do it. That, that is the only piece of the puzzle that will work because you can have the perfect plan. I can, I can lay out every step, every phone number I need to call for this car situation. But if I don't start picking up the phone, it's not going to get done. I'm not going to magically be like, huh, it's all figured out. That was great. Easy peasy on to the next goal. That doesn't happen. And a lot of us, myself included, wait around for that to happen when it, it's not going to. So let's all just stop expecting that first and foremost. Second off, after you write down your steps, let's figure out, you know, the mindset behind these last two months in order to achieve exactly that. Two months left, nine weeks, 61 days left of 2021. If you are someone who has already checked out, already decided, I'll just start whatever it is next year, or I'll start after the holidays, you are doing yourself a huge disservice and wasting away a very, very big chunk of time. A lot of progress can be made in 61 days or no progress can be made in 61 days. It is ultimately up to you and your decision and your actions that decide that. But if you're allowing yourself to be okay with the mindset of I'll start after the holidays or I'll start in January and you're allowing yourself to put your goals on pause for this upcoming season, I guarantee you're not going to think any differently about it when the new year rolls around or when the holidays are over or when whatever obstacle, you know, insert your obstacle in play, whenever that is done, your mindset doesn't automatically just, okay, holidays are done. Now I can focus on weight loss. No. It's not going to work like that. If you're okay with putting your goals on pause now, you're going to be even more okay with doing it later because you've already kind of started that momentum in in a negative spiral that it's not going to change come January 1st. So identify that that's your way of thinking and it's inhibiting you from reaching your goals. The way you're thinking about it, not the holidays, not the food, not the travel or whatever you've got going on in these next two months, that's not stopping you from reaching your goals. It's the fact that you have already told yourself that I'm not going to do this. So if that's you right now, let's just spin that around real quick because there is no point in doing that. And I've seen so many people waste so much time in that mindset. I mean, I've seen a lot of people make a lot of progress in two months. In two months, guys, you could, I don't know, you could lose 10 pounds. You could get promoted at work. You could buy a new car. Hey, now that'll be me. You could develop healthy habits, learn how to achieve or balance your nutrition in your life. 
You could reconnect with old friends or family. You could quit smoking. You could build a healthy new hobby. I, I don't know. The, the possibilities are endless because it doesn't matter that these two months are like the holiday season. And it's so easy to put yourself and your goals on pause during this time because you have so much going on. Guys, you're going to have so much going on every minute of every day for probably the rest of your life. But if you're not willing to start today, start before you're ready and start knowing that there will be obstacles, you're never going to start. There will never be a perfect storm of your whole month is perfectly clear for you to focus on the one thing you want to do. It will never happen. It's never going to happen. So start today, start before you're ready, and start knowing that there will be obstacles. It'll help you build up your mental mental toughness as well. And you're going to need that to carry out you know, your New Year's resolution. You're going to need it to carry out the goals that you have. And you're going to need it for these next 61 days and then some. Because the mindset that you approach each of your goals with and the mindset you approach each of your habits with is what guarantees your success or a lack thereof. It's less about the actions that you're taking and more so what you've already told yourself you can and can't do. So if you tell yourself you're losing 10 pounds and you create that action plan, you then break it into steps. You do what needs to get done to lose 10 pounds. You're going to do it. It'll happen. You'll achieve it and you'll move on to the next goal. If you already approach this with the mindset of, oh, but I, I always overeat on the holidays and I, you know, uh, Grandma Betty makes the best pumpkin pie and then I know I'm going to have maybe a few slices there. Stop putting up extra obstacles. Those obstacles will always be there. And all you're doing is focusing in on them instead of focusing in on what the hell you need to get done in order to reach your goal. Okay, you have no idea what's going to happen next. And if these, okay, if these last two years of, you know, 2020 and 2021 I haven't showed you that you have no idea what's coming, COVID and global pandemic, hello, like, we never know what's going to happen next. We never know what obstacles are going to be put in play or when things are going to calm down or, or, or not. So for you to wait around for the end of the holiday season or like for Thanksgiving to be over, like stop, <laughs> stop. You're wasting your own time. You're spinning your wheels in a circle and it's not going to work now. It's not going to work in January. It's not going to work next summer. Until you decide mentally, this is what I'm doing and this is what it looks like on a daily basis, those goals aren't going to come to life. They're not going to be achieved and you're going to be spinning your wheels for the next five, 10 years I've seen people do. So let's just stop it there, right? These next two months are everything you need and more to reach every single goal that you have if you choose to make it that way, right? If you choose to make the most of these 61 days, you freaking got this. You can absolutely finish out the year of 2021 strong, but it starts today and it starts with making that decision.